Chapter Twenty of Hunting Dogs. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Carmen H. Hunting Dogs by Oliver Hartley. Part Four: The Hunting Dog Family. Chapter Twenty: American Foxhounds. Those who make a science of breeding and training foxhounds and indulge in a chase for sport only have a nearly identical standard of the ideal the country over. Even he who chases the fox for profit may find valuable information and interest in such a standard, even though they may be convinced that their hounds, though without pedigree, are capable dogs. At the gathering of the foremost sportsmen of this country in 1905, the following standard was fixed as ideal. The American foxhound should be smaller and lighter in muscle and bone than the English foxhound. Dogs should not be under 21, nor over 23 and a half inches, nor weigh more than 57 pounds. Bitches should not be under 20, nor over 22 and a half inches, nor weigh more than 50 pounds. The head, value 15, should be of medium size with muzzle in harmonious proportions. The skull should be rounded crosswise with a slight peak, line of profile nearly straight with sufficient stop to give symmetry to the head. Ears should meet to within one inch of end of muzzle, should be thin, soft in coat, low set and closely pendant. Eyes soft, medium size and varying shades of brown. Nostrils slightly expanded, the head as a whole should denote hound character. The neck, value 5, must be clean and of good length, slightly arched, strong where it springs from the shoulders, and gradually tapering to the head, without trace of trottiness. The shoulders, value 10, must be of sufficient length to give leverage and power. Well sloped, muscular, but with clean run and not too broad. Chest and back ribs, value 10, the chest should be deep for lung space, narrower in proportion to depth than the English hound, 28 inches in a 23.5 inch hound being good. Well sprung ribs, back ribs, should extend well back, a 3 inch plank allowing springiness. Back and loin, value 10, should be broad, short and strong, slightly arched. The hind quarters and lower thighs, value 10, must be well muscled and very strong. The stifle should be low set, not too much bent, nor yet too straight, a happy medium. The elbows, value 5, should set straight neither in nor out. Legs and feet, value 20, are of great importance. Legs should be straight and placed squarely under shoulder. Having plenty of bone without clumsiness, strong pestons, well stood upon. Feet round, cat-like, not too large. Toes well knuckled, close and compact, strong nails, pet thick, tough and indurated by use. Color and coat, value 5. Black, white and tan are preferable, though the solids and various pies are permissible. Coat should be rough and coarse without being wiry or shaggy. Symmetry, value 5. The form of the hound should be harmonious throughout. He should show his blood quality and hound character in every aspect and movement. If he scores high in other properties, symmetry is bound to follow. The stern, value 5, must be strong in bone at the root, of a medium length, 
carried like a sabre on line with the spine and must have a good brush a dog's turn shall not disqualify but simply handicap according to extent of docking summary head fifteen neck five shoulders ten chest and back ribs ten hind quarters and lower thighs ten back and loin ten elbows five legs and feet twenty color and coat five stern five symmetry five total one hundred the greyhound without doubt the greyhound bred almost solely for speed is the fleetest runner on earth in a general way it may be said that the greyhound pursues by sight only yet some experienced hunters will contend that they can follow a fairly warm trail successfully if trained to eat it is not natural for them however to take and follow an old track until the game is started but what they lack in that way is made up in speed it has been a favorite practice for decades to take advantage of his speed by crossing with other strains resulting in courage tenacity and trailing powers very useful in several kinds of hunting this type of dog either purebred or cross lends himself readily to deer wolf fox or rabbit chasing and is especially successful if hunted in company with good trailers the latter start the game when the greyhound goes forward and effects a capture or so interferes with progress that the other dogs come up and finish the work a bit of practical talk on the subject from the pen of a greyhound enthusiast is appended i have always had greyhounds if they are let run with the track hounds when they are young they soon learn to take a track run away from the pack and catch the game i have some one-half greyhound and one-half bloodhound or foxhound no better dogs living great fighters stay as long as the game runs this kind are good bear dogs i keep live raccoon to train pups on and commence to train them at four or five months old the older they get the longer races i give them scotch deer hound an excellent deer hound is half scotch deer hound and one half grey hound and i will say there is no breed called stag hound writes a well-informed canadian deer hunter all that claim that name are overgrown foxhounds used in england for that purpose thompson grey in dogs of scotland written in eighteen ninety says that the first mention of the scotch deer hound was in pitt scott's history of scotland it is of the same family as the greyhound and has been spoken of by early writers as the rough scotch greyhound he is more massive is about three inches taller than the greyhound and has a rough coat his vocation is to cause the stag and the deer he like the greyhound does not use his nose when hunting his quarry and for this reason great speed is absolutely necessary his head is somewhat longer and wider across the skull than that of the greyhound and the hair on the sides of the lip form a moustache small ears are a sign of good breeding they should be set on high and at the back of the skull and be semi-erect when at attention the coat is hard in texture without any silkiness the colour most admired is blue grizzle with its various shades but brinder and fawn either light or dark are admirable there should be no white on any part of the body as to formation he should be made on the same lines as the greyhound the bloodhound the original and oldest of the hound family is the bloodhound he takes his name from having originally been used to track wounded animals to their lairs 
Their fame to the public is based on their use as man-trailers, which gained more notice at about the time of the Civil War than before or since. There is considerable question as to their infallibility and powers in this direction. While nearly any dog can, if he wishes, trail a human being, and while the blood hunt is the best center of the dog family, it is rather doubtful if all the things that have been written about the bloodhounds and slave fugitives are true. Bloodhounds are known under several names, such as Cuban, Siberian, St. Hubert bloodhounds, etc. Civil authorities and detectives, the country over, employ the bloodhounds to trail criminals, or rather ostensibly to bring them to justice. Rather do they succeed in actually capturing a fleeing culprit. However, if he has passed over sections trampled over by many other people. The bloodhound, as has been mentioned before, is quite useful in breeding hunting dogs for specific purposes. Some light of experience is furnished us by a Pennsylvania breeder as follows. In regard to bloodhounds or cross between the bloodhound and foxhound, they are good hunters, aunt, wolf, fox, raccoon, and bear. In fact, they are all around good dogs, great fighters on game. They are tough, active, will stand a long run and come home and not seem to be tired. The bloodhound is a good man as well as an animal hunter. They will stand the longest races and not tire. In fifty years, breeding from the best, these dogs are all that are needed in a hound dog. On the same subject, a western brother says, I have bred dogs for fifty-five years from most of the kennels in this country, England, and other countries. I like English bloodhound, or one-half hound and one-half foxhound. They are sharp-scented, fast runners, good stayers, good fighters, and game for fox and wolf hunting. End of chapter 20